0: <laughs>
1: uh this comes from Uber Facts. I it's a great follow on, on Twitter if you if you don't follow it, you should. It is a Uber wonderful Facts. Follow, they, Yeah, They uh, they send out random unimportant things. They're they're right or their bio is perfect. The most unimportant things you'll never
2: need to know. And how many followers do they have? Like one point two million? Oh at least, I think. Thirteen point six million. 13.6. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. way off on that one. Yeah. They're only
1: following one. Do you know who it is? Probably themselves, right? Oh let's see here. Um
2: following chris uh, sanchez, chris sanchez. Yeah. he's a
1: creator of Uber. oh X. that would make yeah. sense let's see that's the only one that
2: it follows 13.6 million followers that's pretty popular it's just, follow. Just, oh, yeah. it's, just, it's just a great follow because it's just yeah. random stuff i'm sure elon's gonna try to charge him for it but if american
1: were a flavor what would it taste like oh that's a good one. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. yellow cheese if america were a
2: flavor what would it taste like Yellow cheese. Yellow,
1: yellow yeah, cheese? Yellow cheese,
0: mm. yes.
2: Mm. Any sort of yellow cheese, whether it be cheddar, American, or Velveeta. That's I, what America I was, tastes like. I was thinking Doritos I don't know That's a good flavor. That's a good flavor. B-Dub, what would American taste like in your mind? Rotel. Yeah. That, see, there it is. <laughs> it's
1: cheese. We We taste like cheese in America. From the J Southland Toast Service, text line 913 Nice of Teicher's mom to text that in. That was
0: good. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Pretty much. That was good. <laughs> that's good.
1: Uh, America tastes like cherry pie. Yeah, that's a good one. Greece, grease. Grease. Oh, wow. <laughs> like French cooking grease or, yeah. like, yeah. grease from I, the cars or what? Just, yeah. yeah.
3: The grease before churches changes it every Wednesday. Uh, then, you know, steak. we
1: talking. Yeah. Uh, fried Twinkies. Fried Twinkies, Twinkies is good. Cheese wrapped in smoked bacon. That's a good flavor. Yeah.
2: Funyuns? <laughs> yeah. Do Funyuns really have a flavor? Like I swear to God, Funyuns do nothing for me.
0: They well,
1: taste like styrofoam. Well, the styrofoam onions, yeah. No, they have a definite definite
2: flavor. Are you because they're so fragile, you can't even dip the funyun. Yeah.
1: You just go, I nah, need nah, nah, Funyuns. I'm so hungry. America tastes like a combination of gunpowder, gun gunpowder, Marlboros, and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Is McDonald's a flavor, someone says. Yeah, Very valid yeah, valid, valid yeah. question to you. Yep. Uh, ranch. <laughs> it tastes Man, like ranch. It does taste like ranch. That Smokehouse Ranch. Get it this weekend. Oh, no. I can't read that one. No, For there's good some good on here you grief. can't read. Pink bubble gum. Take, lighten up Francis would be my response to a few of these. Good yeah. grief. Buffalo chicken dip's a good one. Yep, yep. Someone else says uh, green dip. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> still, don't
1: know, still, really don't know what that is. That is true. We anybody have no in, idea. anybody goes to a party in Missouri for the uh, for the Super Bowl, please let us know yep. what. Uh, what the green dip tastes like Bud Light, Bacon Fat, and Bald Eagles. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Charcuterie, maybe. Maybe. And again, charcuterie spelled C-O-O-T-E-R with cooter uh, in the middle. Cooter. Yeah, it's cooter in the middle. That's really good. Real America tastes like weed and Taco Bell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. America America tastes like the KFC double down
2: sandwich. Ah, oh, remember that sucker? Oh, yeah. So like the fried good. chicken was the buns? Yes. <laughs> so
1: good. The double down. It was the official sandwich of the show for a while, I believe. Yeah, it really was. Uh, yeah. it tastes like bacon and diabetes. Yeah. Like <laughs> to talk to you about diabetes. <laughs> Americans just taste salty. Yeah,
2: maybe Man <laughs> man Let me just let you behind the curtain on this one. Josh oh, said so this topic last night. He goes, "Is this too close to like what what like what the Chiefs' candle smells yes, like?" yeah, yeah. And I said, "No, this is a great topic. I love this topic." And sure enough, so do you guys. So yeah. I appreciate all the texts coming Thank in you. to show Josh. Like, That's right. yes, it's okay.
1: Let me this is this. Yes. it's Super Bowl Friday. Right, what do does again. America taste like? I know. Yes. All right. Good. Yep.
2: I just wasn't
3: sure, you know. Nobody like, said little smokies yet, you know I, those barbecue smokies. Oh, little smokies, yeah. Oh.
2: Mm. Bacon and diabetes, maybe my so favorite good. one.
3: <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> Wish we had that drop still. I got wolfed.
2: Go get it. It's not that hard to find. Just Google, just Google
1: Wilbur our Brimley man. Diabetes, diabetes. I'd like to talk the first to you thing you that
3: comes up about diabetes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Google it right now.
1: Live. Yeah, like, right now. Do it right now.
3: It's the right first thing
2: that pops up. That pops up. Yeah, absolutely. And then the Family Guy will be the second one that pops up. America tastes like tobacco spit, Bush Light, and freedom. That's yeah, true.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wonder Bread, cigarettes, and Bush Light.
1: <laughs> what's the first thing? What's the first thing that popped up, Dub? Uh, don't spell it diabetes either, because I don't know if it'll pop yeah. up. Spell it the correct way.
2: I think you probably just have to type in Brimley, and that'll be the first thing that comes up. Poor Wilfred Brimley is a great actor. He was in uh, that that moon movie, Cocoon. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know much else. But he's remembered for the diabetes. Oh, he was in Seinfeld. He was the postmaster general in Seinfeld. And he was the Quaker Oats guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you have type 2 diabetes like I have,
1: you're confronted with choices. You can choose to feel sorry for yourself. I hope you don't. I hope you choose to get involved with a good doctor. Find out some things
4: about diabetes and your own body in the bargain.
2: America tastes like in Taco Hut. I'm like that. Yeah. Diabetes. For the
1: longest time, I didn't know that that was the wrong pronunciation of it. Diabetes is wrong. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. It's like Missouri. I would always have to think about it and then remember which one was correct because of Wilford. Yeah. Because he screwed you up. Good on morning. I'm yeah, here to morning. talk to you
2: about diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not right. All right. This got a little specific chocolate cake with really good cream cheese frosting. That's what America tastes well, like. <laughs> this sounds like that's what you're craving. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> somebody's got a craving. A
1: somebody's total, got the munchies. That's a total different story.
3: So I don't know about y'all, but I'm hungry now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wilford Brimley is great in the firm. He's well, really good in the firm. Good morning. He was good in the natural.
2: Oh, that's right. He was yeah, the manager was. in the natural. Yeah. yeah. He looks yeah. like a baseball manager. Yeah, exactly. Every baseball manager should look like Wilford Brimley. The yeah. last guy to look like Wilford Brimley was Jack McKeon. If you told me Wilford Brimley was in the Natural, Eight Men Out, uh, something
1: in the Sandlot, uh, Field of league, Dreams, A League of Their Own, of field, their their own their, yeah. their dream, field of Dreams, I go,
2: yeah, I'm sure you, I'm sure he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks like he should be in every single one of these movies, right? Can we read that top text? What America tastes like now? It's now the fourth one down. Sure. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> So bad that <laughs> uh, no. we can't read that one right now. I understand what they're saying, and they're probably right about that, but we can't say that. You know who you are from the eight one six. Yeah, yeah. No, we can't do that. You probably are right. It is that flavor.
1: I like when when the text line tries to slip one past the goalie. I do. I really like. I really do like that because they're like, oh, you guys will just start reading stuff, right. and you won't even edit yourselves. Sometimes <laughs> we will. It's not quite that easy. Some days it is. Today may not be that day. That's all I'm saying.
3: Kling is our moral compass today. Mm, No,
1: not not always. So uh, Philadelphia is apparently importing police to guard their city.
2: Yeah. I'm glad we're not in that mode. I am too. I, I, I hope when we win this thing on Sunday night, we don't go out there and destroy other people's stuff and burn cars and loot buildings. I don't I, I still don't understand how that's celebrating a championship. You see, like we've been great with the Royals and with the Chiefs. We have nothing, nothing that has gone on like you see in these other cities. Philadelphia has every single police officer in the city working on Sunday night, there are no days off. Everything was canceled. You're working Sunday night. They're importing police officers from the surrounding counties that don't work for the city. And I think even from Delaware, they're bringing in yep. cops That's as true. well to protect the streets of Philadelphia. Because regardless. 40
1: police departments they're yeah. pulling officers from to help guard Philadelphia. Yeah. You got to guard All President days Franklin. All are canceled. Shifts extended to 12 hours. And 40 different police departments in the county will be on hand in Philadelphia. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah.
2: Like, you you got to go through
1: all the of that because people can't behave themselves. The uh, streets department intends to use their trucks as, quote, blockers. This comes from phillymag.com. As blockers in strategic ways, perhaps to prevent fans from getting anywhere um, near, you know, certain buildings and landmarks. Right.
2: You got to protect the president Franklin. You got to protect the Rocky statue. You got to protect independence hall where they signed the declaration of independence, the, yeah, bus the stop, Liberty bell,
1: the, the bus stop, the bus stop shelter that, that people fell yeah. through, you know, the dude felt, right. uh, apparently they're, they're, they're doing that as well. Right. Got to protect all of that stuff. In Philadelphia. Glad, I mean, I'm glad we're, we're in a different speed than that. They're, they're bringing
2: in like buses to use as barricades yeah. and like I think you said it's the street weird. sweeping vehicles as barricades. Like what are you expecting, <laughs> Beirut? Like what what is going to go on over there? Yeah. 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 So I'm glad I'm glad we're
1: a little more tempered than that. That's a little bit out of control for me. Chris Sims, I don't know what's gotten into him this week. He's just spitting all kinds of facts. First he was uh, doting on Mahomes. Right? Uh, now he's just going to dote on the Chiefs. We'll get to him next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. Liftmaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder Liftmaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. It's
3: that classic flow. Always the real thing. We in KC in honor of the Kansas City. King. Third down at eight. Cincinnati Borough retreating. And now he's going to be sacked. Down he goes. Down he goes, Chris Jones, destroying the blocker on the near side. Red, yellow, red, yellow, red, yellow, red, yellow. See y'all Mitch voice of
1: the
2: Chiefs, will join us coming up in 15 minutes. NFL cities that aren't in the playoffs this morning, Josh. You know what they're discussing? Who's going to play in the Hall of Fame game? This year, that's making its way around. Could you imagine being in a city not in the Super Bowl like Buffalo? How sad is that?
0: Yeah, I who mean, who
2: cares about the Hall of Fame
1: game? My uh, <laughs> my sideline <laughs> counterpart has been on the show a number of times. Sal Capaccio, good dude. Yeah, that's covers,
2: who I'm looking at right covers now. Covers
1: the Bills mm-hmm. and does a talk show in Buffalo on our sibling station WGR. And yeah, he tweeted one out the other day with something about the Sabers or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I almost God. like, I almost feel bad. Like, ugh, like, ooh. like, uh. Hey, what's going on with the Sabers' third line? You're yeah. Like you're just trying to just avoid anything involving football at that point, right? Right. You're like, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here.
2: The, the NFL has just released its renderings for what the draft is going to look like in Kansas City. It looks cool, doesn't it? Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty badass.
0: Yeah.
2: Right in front of Union Station. You know they come in like a month before and start setting up all of that stuff. And then the skyline shot looks awesome as well. I retweeted it at Bob Fesco on Twitter. You can see the uh, the artist renderings of how beautiful they're going to make this thing look here in Kansas City. It's going to be spectacular. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. looks pretty cool.
1: Chris Sims, I don't know what's gotten into him this week. Well, he
2: hates Philadelphia
1: because he's former, a Giant. Former f- friend of the former friend of the show, I should say. We discovered Chris Sims. Uh, we we. Uh, I feel like we got him his broadcast start. We did. No, I'm serious about that. And uh, now we can't get a hold of him. Right, right. Um, now he's paying no mind to us. Yeah. You guys only helped me when I was For calling Kansas-Baylor games back For, in the day. Pro pro football talk. Loves himself some Mahomes and loves himself some Chiefs dynasty. They're on the precipice here of yeah ooh, becoming a ooh, dynasty. Precipice. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Uh,
2: and also, like, I think, you know, as we've kind of hit on a little bit, not only almost becoming a dynasty but the way they're set up yeah it's like you're saying it just it looks like they're going to be here for a little while you just go through the number of young guys on the football team and really the majority of the team is young other than chris jones and travis kelsey And it's not like they're that old that it's going to fall off anytime here soon. Yeah, that's Chris Jones or Chris Jones. Chris Sims talking about this team and becoming a dynasty. And Chris Sims, I keep wanting to say Chris Jones. Chris Sims. Chris Sims. uh, He's out there spitting facts. Now, part of it is, look, his old man was, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in Giants history. Mm-hmm. Chris Sims grew up a Giants fan in Jersey, hates Philadelphia, yeah, just like yeah, I do. Yeah. I totally understand the the that hate that he has for the Eagles. And so it's coming through this week, and I'm all here for it because Philadelphia is mad at Chris Sims that he's out there saying that Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts. Meanwhile, there's a reporter in Philadelphia on our sister station who said Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFL. Shocker. If you build If you were to build a quarterback, yeah, yeah. you would have take Jalen Hurts, basically, is yeah. what he said. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't think so, sir. Not quite. Uh, So anyway, a win, and Chris Sims is right. This becomes the team of the 2020s. If they win the Super Bowl, it officially becomes the team of the 2020s. The Steelers were the team of the 70s, right? The 49ers were the team of the 80s. Cowboys, the team of the 90s. Patriots, the team of the odds and the tens. And the Chiefs will become the team of the 2020s with a win on Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. And there's no other way to say it. This will be this decade's dynasty, and that's going to be so freaking cool to see.
1: Yeah, the uh, the defender of, of Hertz, his name was Elliot Shore Parks. He was on the drive uh-huh. uh, this week defending his stance for Hertz versus Mahomes.
5: Yeah, This is not a slate of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. What he's accomplished in his career so far, I mean, you guys know, I don't have to say it, Mahomes is... Go, is on track, go down is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He is, he's amazing, right? But if you look at what Hertz has done in his first two years and you compare it to what Mahomes has done, what Mahomes did in his first two years, they're comparable if, if Hertz wins on Sunday, right? Now, if you look at their game, both can lead an elite passing offense. We've seen that this year, right? Mahomes is a better passer than Hertz. There's no question about that. But Jalen is a far better runner than what Mahomes oh, is. Oh no. The numbers prove that. I know he runs it now. But he is a better runner than Mm-mm. Mahomes. Is. So design starting no. yeah. a team and design I'm a quarterback is. for to sure. play. There are a ton of qualities in Mahomes that are elite and you would like those qualities. But in I think today's NFL, if you look at what really hurts opposing defenses and where the league is trending, it is trending towards quarterbacks that can be both a legit threat running the ball and throwing the ball. And in my opinion, Hurts is a far bigger threat. far bigger threat uh, running the ball, and for that reason, if I was just picking skill sets and what Hurts uh, has done in the first two years, I think there is a very strong argument for it, for it to be him. And I do believe that that is the quarterback I would take.
2: Okay, it's Friday of Super Bowl week. The nonsense is done. We're, we Isn't need that crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yes, there's
1: a lot better designed runners than Patrick Mahomes.
2: Nobody not, runs better though than Patrick Mahomes. We're not, we're not
1: designing runs for him. No, he's not that. But the way the guy
2: uses his feet, it's unbelievable. It's backbreaking. It is backbreaking and it is deadly. It is backbreaking and it is deadly when Patrick Mahomes runs. He runs better and with a purpose more than any other quarterback that I've seen. And Alex Smith was damn good at it. That's the biggest thing that Alex Smith gave Patrick Mahomes how to run with a purpose. Because every time Patrick Mahomes runs, he picks up that first down. And the last time we saw Patrick Mahomes run, what happened? First down, hit out of bounds, field goal, win, Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes runs with a purpose better than any other quarterback I've ever seen in the NFL. Very John Elway-like. Remember when John Elway used to do that, too? He used to be back there in the pocket, look around, nothing was open. He'd go right up the gut and get the first down all the time. Those are back-breaking runs. Designed runs, eh, big deal. When you can run when everybody else is covered, and still pick up the first down on third and seven and third and eight, and you get the necessary yards. That's good running design run. Anybody can do that.
1: Well, not everybody can do that, but also I don't think that that's the way the NFL is going. I think that's that's they're playing to the skill set of some of their guys. I, don't, well, yeah. I still don't think that that's the long term play. <laughs> Getting your quarterback hit on design runs, I still don't think is the most effective. does no. it play the skill set of some some of the players. Yeah, mm-hmm. is Josh Allen really good at running the football? Yeah, I yeah, think he's really sure, good. At he's it. really good at it. Um, do you want to do that for the length of his career? I don't. Mm. You know what I want to have is a quarterback that can elude trouble and run when he needs to. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Alex Smith. I wouldn't say Tom Brady necessarily, but, well, but he did I mean, He played forty-five years. Well, I I, 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 yeah, yeah, for length of career, yeah. yes. But yeah. I'm saying he wasn't. He wasn't thought of for being you know elusive with his feet or anything. No. Um the design run guys are somebody you have to account for for sure. But I. Rather have somebody that's really good with his feet and
2: can throw the heck But aren't out of you it. designing runs for your quarterback because you don't quite trust him to throw yes, the ball? There's part of that, I too. Mean, yeah. Right? I mean, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Maybe he runs because you don't necessarily trust him all yeah. that well. I oh. mean, a year ago at this time, folks, Phil Philadelphia, Wanda Jalen Hurts gone. Now they're erecting a statue next to Rocky. And saying he's Mahomes.
0: I know. Right. I know.
2: A year ago, they were looking for a new quarterback. Yep. And now, all of a sudden, he's God's gift. See you on Super Bowl Sunday. Jalen's going to get hurt on Super Bowl Sunday, and he's not going to be able to run. Chris Jones is going to take care of business, right? That would be sack him, bring him down. That'd be good. Don't let him run. Stop Don't let run. him get out of there. Hurt that passing attack. Hurt that rushing attack. Mm-hmm. Hurt everything. Yeah. Hurt that offensive line. Let's mm-hmm.
0: go. Mm-hmm.
1: The insanity. The insanity that is. I hope
2: no look, Super Bowl week takes. I, nobody, nobody wants anybody to get You want everybody to be at full strength in this game whatsoever. But when you have a running quarterback, you're putting your quarterback at, at risk. risk. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you're doing that. I don't. You got to Like the league does a great job of protecting your quarterback, right? Yep. Right. Don't yes. they do a great job protecting yes. the quarterback yes. in this league? So yes. why would you want to expose your quarterback to that? That's dumb that you're asking for something to happen when you do stuff like that.
1: As much as they protect the quarterback, you're also going to putting yourself in a position that when they become a runner, they can get lit up. They can get lit up. Yeah. 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 You're right, man. <laughs> You're right. It's tough. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want my quarterback to take any kind of hits outside the no, pocket. No. If my quarterback again was Lamar Jackson, right? Every time he ran, oh. I would have that pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's good at it, but <laughs> right. All it takes is one really good pop in the run game. I'm more afraid he's going to get hurt in the run game than he is in the past game. Right. All of those guys. He's got a pulse on how this thing's going to get uh, get done on Sunday. We will chat with Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, live from Arizona next.
3: Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City.
1: LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610
3: Sports Radio. <laughs> We're going to say they might need Tyreek Hill.
5: Every other team basically got better, and the Chiefs got worse. telling you right now, the Chiefs are in trouble. Their division is impossible,
1: and it just so happens that I think this might go down for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're an excellent team, but I just don't
4: see them in the postseason.
2: If I said that, I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. You can't say Wilson Wilson's that far <laughs> from Patrick Mahomes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the bodies the, the bottom.
3: You can't doubt the Chiefs! You can dislike the Chiefs! You can disrespect the Chiefs! You're gonna have to deal with the Chiefs! Right side, right, intercepted! On the left side! Picked off at the goal line! At the 25-yard line! Picked off by Watson! Watson can go all the way! The 7th round pick! 20, 15, 10, 5! Jalen Watson! Mahomes hands it off to mckinnon trying to dart left 25 20 downfield block 10 5 touchdown kansas city mahomes pump faking. now fires it late for the end zone caught touchdown kansas city travis kelsey from patrick mahomes and for the third time in four years the lamar hunt trophy the trophy named after this franchise's founder is back in Kansas City where it belongs, Chiefs Kingdom. Are you ready? It's yeah. Bob Fesco, Josh Klingler. Yours truly. It's a Super Bowl edition of Red Friday on Fesco in the morning. It's good.
1: beat
2: up kept some of those receipts. Yeah, he really did. Well, he, he actually called his friend Patrick and got some those of from those, him.
1: Some of those TV people don't realize that people hit record sometimes on them, and oh, you know, yeah. you got to live with
2: some of that. And I hope all of those folks who did that are owning it and wearing it and being like, yeah, I screwed that one up. Instead of trying to justify yeah, defend,
1: defend their, uh, their takes in those situations. It is time to head down to Arizona. Mitch Holt is voice of the chiefs. Of course you heard, uh, some of his highlights there. Mitch joins us brought to you by comfort systems, heating and cooling family owned and operated.
4: mycomfortsystems.com All
2: right, Mitch, I guess we got to start with what's most important and that's unicorns. Your thoughts.
4: Well, let's just go back to, and you guys, what an awesome way to start uh, this segment because you got me now all fired up. I was kind of docile this morning. You know, we're an hour ahead. It's like 630, but I'm I'm ready to like headbutt somebody. All right. So, and that doubt, dislike, disrespect, When you get your T-shirts at Hy-Vee, but that was just oozing out. When you guys played the compilation of all those uh, opinions, that just came oozing out at the end of that Cincinnati game. It's what I think all of us had felt for six months. The three of us had talked about it, and then the Chiefs just kind of blew through it. So uh, that's that. But, yeah, I mean, Bob, how many unicorns can you have on the same team at one time? Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Because truthfully, you've got Andy Reid, who's the unicorn. He's a unicorn of a coach. And if he pulls this off on Sunday night, if he's not on Mount Rushmore, he's on the next closest mountain, of coaches in the National Football League, start chiseling his face in a rock. And then Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. We mentioned before, hey, this is a golden age, not just for the Chiefs, but in all of, of Kansas City professional sports to have these three unicorns, Chris Jones and far behind, but those three unicorns here at the same time doing it. And it's just like pinch me, man. Because they're all here and they're ours.
2: Well, yeah, and if they win this one, they become officially the team of the 2020s and they become that dynasty with Pittsburgh, with the 49ers, with the Dallas Cowboys, with the New England Patriots. The Chiefs become the team of the 2020s with a Super Bowl win on Sunday night.
4: If Patrick Mahomes, this is his fifth season, wins this game Sunday night, it will be his 11th playoff victory. Do you realize? That will be as many or more than eight franchises in the National Football League. And I think the Bengals are on that list. He would have more playoff victories in the Bengals' history.
0: Mm-hmm. I've
4: got a—I was looking at that, but uh, yeah, that's what you're—you're you're really talking about here. Uh, but the Chiefs have got to handle their business and really to win this game. I mean, Philadelphia is very good. They have no weaknesses. This is a strong team. But the Chiefs are taking unicorns into this game, and the Eagles are good. But where are the Eagles unicorns? Maybe someday, but they're not there yet.
1: Um, this just because this is where my mind goes at, at times, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, so I I googled what is a group of unicorns called. I didn't I didn't know it's a blessing. Feels very appropriate. Feels very appropriate. A group of unicorns is called a blessing. The blessing. So got that going for you.
4: Leave, nice. Leave it to cling right to wrap this up in a bow and say it's a blessing.
2: That's
1: right. You know, that's
4: the we'll take it. that's our Dubuque Hempstead
0: <laughs> education yeah. there.
4: Yeah. Well, that's why. Have, I was thinking of unikai or <laughs> I was like, I've never heard this before. This is gonna be No. It's a blessing. Yeah. I'd have done a
1: lot better had Google
4: been <laughs> I'd, awesome.
1: I'd have done a lot better had Google been around in, in the day. You know, back in the day
2: we <laughs> yeah, would've been great. It would have been fantastic. You never would have had a study for anything, yeah, would you? Good. All right, let's talk about that That main key that I think a lot of people are focused about because I, I was out taking the trash out last night and I was talking to my neighbor, Mitch, and he's like, I don't understand why everybody keeps saying the Eagles line is better than our line. They've given up so many more sacks than we have. Why is the Eagles line getting the love and the Chiefs line not getting the love?
4: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure of that. Yeah, they're 20th in the league in sacks allowed and you've got a running team. Uh, that's where we'll get to this uh, in a second of what i think is the eagles biggest asset in their attempt to win this game but and it's a football thing you know we'd be sitting at pooches going it's a trench you you got to win their game in the trenches well that's always the case in football mm-hmm. but in this case uh even more so the other thing is uh very similar to the cincinnati preview in the fact that cincinnati loves to hit you and knock you out in the first couple rounds of the fight so does philadelphia same modus operandi. Philadelphia is number one in the league in scoring off their first offensive possessions. You look at the 78 sacks that the Eagles have compiled uh, this season, including the postseason games, and it's the most since the 1985 Bears, thought to be the best defense in the history of the league. But if you do further review upon further review, most of those sacks came in the bulk of seven or eight games, and it's when they were playing downhill, right? They've got the advantage. They've punched you and bloodied you up, and you're staggering, and then they go for it, but they go for it early. Now, I don't know why uh, the Chiefs offensive line has not received enough attention. I, I don't get it. Three Pro Bowlers, Trey Smith, was worthy of a Pro Bowl, and this is a group that took the fight to Cincinnati. Even Andrew Wiley, if you look at the scramble by Patrick Mahomes, go back and watch that play and watch Wiley's block, or there would be no scramble for a first down or a late hit. So uh, it, that's where it starts, and it starts from the very first second of the game. The intensity of this game has got to be like the last second of the game at the first second because of the opponent and how they roll. Now, I'm going give you a long answer here, but I do think what was underrated too was the psychological advantage the Chiefs got When that game was three to nothing against the Bengals in the first quarter, the Bengals went 13 straight games, did not give up a first quarter touchdown. Okay. It happened again, but they did not lead. And a lot of it was the trenches, the guys, especially on the chiefs offensive line that were able to take the fight to Cincinnati. That's got to happen again Sunday night.
1: Yeah. I think a a lot of times, you know, we'll say, Hey, it, it depends who wins the line of scrimmage. I just really feel like this one is, is about as simplistic as you can get. Skill players aside, they got to win the offensive and defensive lines in this
4: one. Yes, no question. And it's not, and just about sacks. Sacks are going to be a byproduct of other things uh, in this game. Usually they are, but even more so in this game, uh, that you you know have to win on early downs. If the Chiefs can run, if they can get the short passing game, where sacks are not, a, you, you know you'll throw to a back, you throw to a tight end, you'll throw a bubble screen, you'll throw a slant, and you get five or six yards, which is in essence a run. Or you can run the ball on these guys. Then uh, it's you know they're not going to sit there and compile nine sacks. So on the other side is what the Chiefs' defensive line has to do, which I think Philadelphia and their offensive line does better than any team in the league, and I think it's why Philadelphia's in this game.
2: What do you think the best chance for the Chiefs is to win this football game, Mitch?
4: Uh, two reasons, Andy Reid. Now, I guess we've talked, maybe Kling, it was last week during the Super Bowl bye week, and I'll bring it up again. On the panel of the CBS postgame after the Cincinnati-Buffalo game, and since he's run roughshod over Buffalo and Buffalo's own stadium, the panel's yucking it up, and I love Boomer Esai, but he's going to be a Bengals apologist. God, he should be. And they're like, wow, Bengals, Bengals. Nate Burleson, Bengals, 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 man. Chiefs are beat up. And and Cowher's even like ha ha yeah ha ha at all Phil Simms says he goes guys Andy Reid mm-hmm. and they all yuck it up some more and they're like and he better come up with a really good game plan ha 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 they're all yucking it up and all Phil Simms says is, again is like Andy Reid <laughs> and I'm going to tell you he's he's on it man he is on it uh, he's he's ready to roll uh, I think this team for the most part other than McCole It's going to be all hands on deck unless something, you know, crazy backup happens here in the next 48 hours. But I think it's all hands on deck, and it's everything Andy Reid's got to pour into this game. He respects Philadelphia, loved his 14 years there, but he wants this one, and he's coming after you.
2: I think you're absolutely right about that, and I've been saying that to everybody for the last couple of weeks, like you know how I am Mitch 35, nothing every week, 17 to zero. I don't see the chiefs losing <laughs> this football game. And the biggest reason is like, I, 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 I sometimes take a step back and say, all right, let's be non-biased Bob here for a second. Let me put my Adam Teicher cap on and see why the chiefs can lose this game. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, I look at this and I just keep coming back to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. You've got the better coach and you've got the better quarterback. And, just about on every single day in the NFL, the better quarterback and the better coach win. And that's why I keep looking at this game and going, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes versus Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Andy and Patrick.
4: Well, and to use your adjective better, I'm go back to where, how we, where we started this conversation. Unicorn coach and unicorn quarterback. Right. In many ways, you're dealing with the best, if not the best, one of the best in those two slots. In the and history of the league, into this game. Right. In, Yeah, in the history of the league, and and he's in that con- he's in there with Shula, he's in there with Landry, he's in there with Lombardi, and he's in there with Belichick. He's in there. He's in that same conversation, and we know where Patrick is in the conversation. So, I'm with you. The other thing, and I've been on 35 shows. As I counted up in the middle of the night last night, oh, I got "How many shows I've been on this week?" Because radio rode twice, and and working here with 65 TPT, and you know, but. I've been on 35 shows since Monday morning. Okay. One of the things I have mentioned, and I was on with the San Francisco guys, and I said the Chiefs are hard to play when you only play them once in a while. They're very hard to play. Evidence? This Chiefs have won 16 consecutive games against NFC teams in the regular season. They've won 14 of 15 if you count the postseason and the only loss is Super Bowl 55 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you go back to when Patrick was hurt and the Chiefs lost to the Packers in 2019, and from that point on, the Chiefs have only lost to one NFC team and that was in Super Bowl 55. The Chiefs are hard to play if you only see them every once in a while. And they have all hands on deck and they're ready to roll. And Andy Reid has got all cards. He's got all 52 cards. He's got two jokers and he can call if he's playing bridge he can call no trump i mean he can he can i just i just think he's on this one and i'm very excited about it but that's the big biggest chance biggest asset the chiefs have bring into this game on sunday night
1: and what's the eagles best chance of upending that
4: doing the study you guys and doing a deep dive into philadelphia they're good they're really good And everybody talks about the defensive line, and like Bob was alluding to, the 78 sacks when you count their eight postseason sacks. And the Chiefs have seven in the postseason, by the way, against tougher competition. But no one seems to mention that. That's okay. (laughs) But here's where the Eagles can win this game. They have the most creative RPO game in the National Football League. We're playing the uh, NFC version of the Baltimore Ravens, uh, but the Eagles' run game is plus-plus. Here's why. The runs look the same. The back might be hitting. Them. And I've had a lot of discussion inside the Chiefs Ford about this with the Chiefs defensive coaches and with Coach Reed. And there's all in agreement. They're all studying it. But Philadelphia's in this game, and they have had it such a great season because of the way they play their RPO game. They're explosive in it. But the play looks the same to the naked eye, but they might block it six different ways. And after talking to some of our defensive linemen, the reason is, and this is where Jason Kelsey comes into play at center, they're athletic. All five of those guys on the offensive line are big and athletic. But they're as intricate in their audibling on their line calls as a quarterback would be in the passing calls because of Jason Kelsey. So not only is the pre-call run going to look the same but block five different ways, but they might call based on where you're aligned to do two or three different things you haven't seen, because that's just the way this this the uh, skill level of this Eagles offensive line is. You get they're going to get some, but you have got to stay away from the explosive runs that come from all these guys, most notably Miles Sanders and the other backs. I mean, we we'll go Gainwell, Scott, go right down the line, but it's their intricate blocking. It's almost like you're playing West Point or Air Force, where the play looks the same but they're blocking it 10 different ways. And that's a very, very impressive part of this Philadelphia team. And by the way, I know there's been a little, I've been asked a lot in the last five days about Patrick's ankle. I've been asked less about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out about Jalen, Holt's, Jalen Hurts' shoulder. And I won't tell you who, this is a prominent NFL uh, analyst who I had a chance to talk with. He said, that he thinks Hurts' his shoulder will be more of a physical factor in this game than Mahomes' ankle. Well,
2: you've seen recently, you know, and again, they, they've had blowouts in this postseason, but I think his longest pass was the one that was incomplete that they never challenged. I mean, he's not throwing the ball down the field all that much since he's come back from that injury.
4: Well, well the one to Devontae Scott that should have been an incompletion, That how long was that play? I mean, that was uh, – I don't know, I don't have it right in front of me, but that's a 30-something-ish play, yeah, right? right. That should have been incomplete, but still, he got that one. They're going to take shots. Our coaches know that they're going to take shots, and they do them early. This is the boxer trying to punch you in the first or second round and knock you out. They will they love to take early shots down the field, A.J. Brown, or most notably Devontae Smith. So that's coming, too. But it's a matter of mitigating – this very intricate run game that looks simple but is way more complicated than that, and it's impressive the way Philadelphia executes it.
2: All right, Mitch. Well, get ready for that Mitch, game. Rest your voice. You sound ready. Yeah, like the
1: game could kick off right. now. I'm
4: so yeah, ready, I, yeah. Uh, guys. I am. I I'm not outside of pooches, but I might as well be. I mean, it's. I am so ready for this game. Uh, there's just electricity flowing through this place, and there has been ever since we landed on Sunday. Again, keep in mind, and I said this last week, you can't win the Super Bowl on the bye week or the first couple days here, but you can lose it. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs are ready. They are ready for this game. And if they're going to get beat, Philadelphia is going to have to knock them out. I'm telling you, just like we've had discussions all year long, this Chiefs' ability to be physical and not only punch back but punch first is way underrated in this league, and it's why they're in this game.
2: I just hope we don't have to run wasp in this game to come back. So that's all I'm saying. Let's nah, blow we, them out early. We got
4: some other stuff, man. We got hornet, we got bumblebee, we got. I'm telling you, Andy Reid's bringing the whole satchel this time. Good. You're just, just stay tuned, boys. Pummel. He's them. bringing it.
2: Pummel them, and you know, as much as he's not going to say it, this is the biggest game he's ever coached, and he wants this game more than any other game he's ever been a part of.
4: Do You remember the opening scene of the old movie Patton in the nineteen seventies? Not particularly. I mean, I watch it from time to time. Go out to find it on YouTube. If you're a, if you're not, I mean, if you're Gen X or Millennial Gen Z, and you're a Chiefs fan, just do it this morning. Go to YouTube, search it, and then watch that speech that George C. Scott did playing Patton. And don't you see Andy Reid walking up in front of a big Chiefs Kingdom flag and giving that speech? That's what it feels like. That's where the Scotsman. The big red-headed Scotsman, the Glendale Juco offensive lineman that goes to BYU and has his first coaching job at San Francisco State, toiling with no recruiting budget, going to, oh, Northern Arizona, oh, UTEP, oh, and then he goes to Mizzou, and then his career takes off. But that dude toiled for 10 years. He's bringing that satchel, too. Everything Andy Reid's got, he's pouring into this game. All
2: right. Before we let you go, somebody on the text line wants to know the mascot of Guttenberg, Iowa High School. Oh wow, I should know this
4: one. Man. Oh Guttenberg, it's up on the river. Yeah, it's yeah. north of you guys. It's north yeah, of Dubuque.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, this, I'm going to say Guttenberg. It's Germans. They're uh, not the Germans, but uh, it is actually the hometown, I believe, of my son's college coach. Doug Hall is out there somewhere listening. Uh, he works in the city now. He's in Kansas City. Hey, it may be Doug texting
2: Doug? in. It's an 816 area code. I don't know.
4: It might be him. Yeah, I would say the, I don't know, the Gargoyles. I don't know Guttenberg, Iowa, but I'll know it after this. What is it?
2: I don't know. They never they never told us. Oh. They just said, ask you. So I don't know.
4: River Rats. I don't see a. Uh, it's a beautiful town, by the way. And it's, and so again, my son's college basketball coach is from there. Yeah. With the it, Waverly God. high school. I uh, would go to a.
1: I see a Clayton Ridge Eagles, yeah, sure. but I don't know if that's uh, if that's. It may not that's, be. That's, it better uh, be
4: better than Eagles. Come on, the three of us are going to start nickname uh, consulting firm to these schools.
2: Oh, it's awful. Tigers, Wildcats, and Eagles are no, and bears got, are so no, overused.
4: It's be something unique, right? Exactly. Like, here's the, here's the worst violation in Kansas, and I'm sorry if I offended you, Goddard Eisenhower High School. All right, there's two high schools now in Goddard. It's growing in West Wichita. And Goddard High School is the Lions. Oh, so what, they get a brand-new high school, right? Think of, you know, like, Olathe West is the Owls. It's yeah. very cool because it fits O.W., right? What do you think Goddard, Eisenhower, or what do you think they are? Uh, the Tigers. Yeah, I think that's what they are. I'm are like, they? <laughs> what? They <laughs> should be terrible. the presidents. Yeah, Lions aren't and Tigers. are the Eisenhower presidents? Yeah, they You need to be the it. Eisenhower presidents. And then the guys are called the Ikes. And the girls are called the Mamies. Oh, Can you imagine, that. you know, you got a big picture of Mamie Eisenhower up on the wall and the girls are doing layup line?
0: Oh it'd be Come fantastic. On people. Right?
4: Let's go. Yeah. It's a great idea. My, my daughter
2: here. told me her friend had to go to a place called Saint Francis, Kansas, uh for a the, funeral. Or, you know, they're the
4: Indians. And she's the I and I said, Mitch
2: will <laughs> know the mascot. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, goes, yeah. You she goes, Dad, you know that's like five hours away and still in Kansas. I'm like, Yes, yeah. Kansas goes on yeah. forever.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, try try the Elkart Wildcats. Go down there and see how far that is. Tell your daughter about that one. Google that. Google maps that one. That's the one down in the corner there by the panhandle in Colorado, right? Yeah, it's like one, one side of town's uh, Colorado and the other it's south side of town's Oklahoma. Yeah,
2: I've always yeah. wanted to go there. I've thought about making a road trip, Mitch. After the season, you and I want to get in a van. Let's go.
4: Let's go. And I'll tell you an Andy Reid story with that. So Andy Reid, who read the book Our Boys about Smith Centers, by, written by Joe Drape, the New York Times bestseller that he wrote in 09 when they were in the middle of having the nation's longest winning streak. So Andy read that book and he was fascinated by it because it's a culture book, winning culture book, but still he'll ask from time to time. He hasn't recently, but he, he goes, Hey, how's my Center are doing? I go, well, interesting. You ask, they've got to travel like 250 miles one way. To play a game. They're going to play it and go back. So it's 500 miles round trip in a day. And he just shook his head, like, man, man, and then walked off. How he'll do it. But they were playing Elkhart, so a center had to go to Elkhart. Google Maps that one because it was the fighting Big Red up against the uh, Elkhart Wildcats, who've had their players too. Dustin Simmons, great punter at KU. He's a longtime special teams coaches from Elkhart, Kansas. I got nothing <laughs> St. Francis. St. Francis, but you guys think is, it is just West of McDonald, uh, which has shy Lynn high school, which is the Cougars, which is the combination of McDonald and bird city. So that's important to know if we're going to talk about Cheyenne County and uh, finding St. Francis green and gold.
1: I'd be worried about derailing you, Mitch, but I heard all the other stuff uh, leading up to that it said you were so prepared. So, this is just uh, this is just to keep your mind ready for Sunday. I got gotcha. you. I'm
4: gotcha. just pacing back gotcha. and forth in the 65 TPG I, room. I'm I'm just, can see,
1: mm-hmm. I can see go that. Go for a go. run.
4: Mitch. I, I, you know what? I think I will. I may collapse, but I'll go for it yeah, anyway.
1: All right. Pace yourself. See you on Sunday. That's the all voice right, right
2: there. Mitch Holtis, with us here on 610 Sports Radio. The only place you can hear uh, Mitch Holtus,
1: Danan Hughes, and me. Uh, 106.5, the Wolf coming up on Sunday, 530 to kickoff. We'll be on with pregame coverage beginning at two. If you're outside of the, uh, the, uh, the metro area, um, and you have, uh, satellite radio, Sirius 82 XM 225 full pregame postgame, the whole bit. If you're out of, uh, if you're out of the Kansas city market, that's a uh, best way to, uh, to find us coming up on, uh, on Sunday, uh, Mitch brought to you by comfort systems, heating and cooling family owned and operated my comfort Systems. Dot com. There are actually odds for uh, some knucklehead running on the field. And we'll talk to uh, former chief Dustin Colquitt. He'll drop by next.